Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Good now. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your host, right, Worshipful Brother George Mudry. Worshipful Brother Joe. Gruesome Twosome. Yes. As I titled the episode. Is that what you did? I did. I titled okay. it. Alright. Right, Worshipful Brother George and Worshipful Brother Joe. The, the Gruesome Twosome. The Gruesome Twosome. I liked when we used to call it the Fat and the Furious. The fat and the Furious. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I would have named it the Fat and the Furious had I remembered. <laughs> The brothers are back. Hell yeah, we're back. Um, we, uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. I mean, we've been back, but not live. But yeah, we had uh, last some, some technical issues. We've uh, Last week, we posted a couple episodes, but uh, well, I mean, we've had some uploading busy, issues. too. I well, mean, yeah. We got shit going on. Definitely. Uh, Life happens, man. Life happens. And then you had the holidays, and then you had all kinds and of And then last stuff. week, George got maced in the face. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I got the... Way too early for that. I got what? Nothing. Come on. No. Shoot your shot. No. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I got maced in the face last week, so it's it's been uh, it's been, it's been been real. It's been fun. But uh, where's my phone? Because we got some whole bunch of freaking five-star oh, five reviews. That's right. But first... I forgot. Hello, and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. Did we say that yet? Yeah, you, you said oh, that. I did? Oh, yeah. Christ, I can't yeah, okay. okay. The real Freemasons Podcast. The real The original. Freemason. Yes. <laughs> like the real Ghostbusters, but... Justin Michael, stay up, brothers. I'll be I'll be listening long along at work in my earbud. This sounds like an interesting one. Hey, uh, what do you do for work? I'd love to know. I hope it's not like a. <laughs> oh, Justin Michael, I'm always up. I hope he's not like a, a hearing doctor. Oh God, <laughs> he's a heart surgeon. <laughs> he's just listening, a person who's listening to us as he's operating on somebody. Just a person in the booth, just hammering the button. He's not even paying attention. <laughs> Just uh, messing. Uh, hopefully he's not going for a afternoon. bike ride when he's supposed to be uh, at the hospital <laughs> helping somebody out for our old school <laughs> listeners. The brothers are back. Hell yeah, we're back. M Hub two eighty five. Anyway, ah, uh, here we go. Let's get into it. First step. Well, this episode is going to be called uh, George Washington and what the hell did I title this thing? George Washington's correspondence. About the Illuminati. And there's some letters that I, uh, I showed you last night. Yeah. Pretty yeah. interesting. I read huh? through them this morning. First, let's do some, uh, let's do some housekeeping. In our pre-production meeting. Pre-production meeting. 
Uh, we got some five-star reviews. Got quite a few, actually. I'm going to start with uh, the first one that came through to me on Discord because, of course, it's across the freaking pond. And, uh, yeah, I'm not allowed to apparently see this thing. So, uh, for whatever reason, it uh, doesn't show me when we get ones across the pond. So. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. This one says, New Journey uh, from P4BLO086. Five-star review. So, I stumbled across... The podcast a while back after watching a documentary in the History Channel. Hey, it's me too. That's how you got started. Um, that is how I got started. At that point, I never knew just how it would change my life. I researched, met people, and petitioned the lodge, which I am now about to become an MM in. And the guys on the podcast have been with me every step of the way. Funny, serious, informative, and everything else in between. I can't thank you guys enough for the work they put into the show. Keep up the fantastic work. This is from Paul D. He's actually a Discord guy. Paulie D, the DJ? Paulie D. <laughs> and Joe, he's from Discord. You want to tell him how to do that? Yes. Uh, you can get access to Discord for his, uh, by joining Patreon for as little as $5 a month. You'll get uh, not only some Patreon-exclusive content, but you'll get access to our Discord server, uh, next year's fantasy football pool, potentially. And uh, I don't know, do we still have any of those ever-elusive gold-tone Freemason podcast pins? I don't know. We ran out. We really, we really <laughs> just, we just, I have to do them again and again. I've just been, and I apologize to everybody. I'm, 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 I was on the move to do challenge coins, which I'm still Oh, yes, do, I remember that. As well as um, the podcast pins. I, I just, I've been in the Judicial Martial Academy, so I just, I, my life got super busy. But I will get them out. I have the addresses. They're all written down. So I will get them out as soon as possible. I promise you on that. I'm, I, I keep my word. A Lannister always pays his debts. Oh, boy. Now we're into the Game of Thrones stuff. Because I'm a midget. Well, that's true. <laughs> and you drink and you know things. I drink and I know things. Paul Dollard. Yeah, you read my review. I told you I was going to read it, Paulie. I wasn't BSing. All right, so here we go. Uh, ba -ba -ba, where did we leave off on? Uh, this is Noodletron. Top-notch show. Noodletron? That's what it says, Noodletron. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I've been a fan listener for over a year now and Discord Patreon member uh, on and off due to financial issues. Usually I'll keep them on because I'm not a dick. Uh, I can attest to a few things. These guys love the craft and represent the middle cross section of regular fellows who want to grow, improve, and have a little fun. The Discord community is even more diverse. I received great information and motivation for my Masonic journey from great men and brothers all around the world. Three, a midget, a robot, and a ginger, and the puppet walk into a bar isn't the start of some terrible joke. It's something that has actually happened. Hey! It's true. <laughs> uh, keep it up, others. Here's a big yeehaw from Texas. Drinks on me next time you're in Fort Worth area, and you know who I am. Yes, I do. Uh, let's see here. Absolute fantastic podcast. Also, dot, dot, dot. Can't read it. Andy Mann, uh, five-star review. Started listening to the podcast a couple months ago and joined Discord and Patreon soon afterward. Great group of brothers to interact with and accepting of apps. Uh, we're going to skip that. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Went on a little bit of a tear with uh, a, a certain fantasy football game. Oh, God. That one. Uh, we're going to put that one to bed. Uh, seriously, these guys are fantastic and a great source of entertainment and a knowledge for a brand new MM like me. Five-star review, Navy Moose. Thanks, Navy Moose. Uh, I am a long-time listener to the podcast. Five-star review, by the way. Um, Discord, I thought 
I had a review a long time ago. No, that was a different podcast. Yeah, I'm shooting my shot again. <laughs> <laughs> I break his balls in Discord all the time. Um, I've been a lo- I've been a listener for two years and Discordian for almost as long. The fellowship and charity in this group is second to none. The information is top rate. You won't need any other Masonic podcast. All right, JF. Uh, let's hear a review. App user four seven seven seven. Uh, Five-star review. I've been listening to the podcast for over two years, and I never run out of interesting information to talk about. Keep up the good work. I look forward to listening for years to come. And that's all I have at the moment. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Ready, Joey? Oh. Oh. Taco Man. We also forgot to freaking toast him last time. So Taco, Taco Man. Taco Man. He did a review for us. So all, right. all of them together. You ready? Yes, sir. What got over there? Monster. High test? Yes. <laughs> Brother, uh, you lead it. Oh, God, I have to see if I remember you how to do got it. got it. Brother, right hand to arm. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Beautiful. Still better than Rocco. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see here. All right, so let's get into this. Where's this article? I know I kept it. Here it is. All right, let's get into this article here about uh, it's a so uh, little heads up. Um, we've already talked about this, uh, but in Bavaria, there was a there was a group that was created called the Illuminati by an Adam Weishaupt, Weishaupt, um, who never who took the degrees of Freemasonry. He did not get to Master Mason. I want to be clear about that. He only made fellow craft, and then he went and branched off and made his own shit. Um, and the Illuminati was more geared toward separation of church and state. Um, he didn't like; they didn't like monarchies. Like they were, I think they started off with good intentions. Yeah, and then they kind of went. They kind of went a little off the side. A little off the side. I mean, I don't know about toppling governments and stuff like that. I mean, you also don't want to live in a society of anarchy. Right? No, because it doesn't... Eventually, there will be some kind of rules, and it just becomes, like, the strongest or most dominant just ends up taking over, and that's not good for anybody else, so... Well, I mean, let's also add this, too, that anytime you you are... What's the word? I'm the downfall into anarchy? Yeah. And you... Or you go against the government. There's going to be a backlash. Yeah. Like, even if, like, local police... Let's say, you know, a, a city goes into a riot. There's going to be, uh, I think that's what we, we don't understand of, of society. We always progressing, progressing, progressing. Yeah, that's great. Progression is good. However, and I'm not getting political. I'm just talking about in a general spec. Like, for every action that you do, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And then there's a reaction after that reaction. Right. So when you go into this, uh, you create this group that... Um, uh, is about you know separation of church and state, and they're anti-government. They don't like the monarchs and everything like that. You know, it's going to go good for a while until eventually that government decides to crack down on it and put a stop to that shit. And then what's going to happen is they're going to that's that's your reaction is that you know the opposite reaction is they're going to the government's going to crack down on this secret society group, whatever they yeah. called the Illuminati. And then what else is going to happen, Joe? Well, they're going to start cracking down on them. All of the secret societies, which is where in that era right. of the Illuminati and all that stuff, you've seen like the, the Knights of the Golden Dawn and yep. not the Knights of the Golden Dawn. What was that? Uh, Golden Circle. 
Knights of the Golden Circle. Whatever one that that oh, Alistair you're fucking talking, Crowley got um, kicked out of. Alistair Crowley. Uh, yeah, that is Golden Dawn. Golden, Golden Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. yeah. Golden Knights of the Golden Circle was that Civil War bullshit yes. that was going. Yes. Uh, uh, which kind of copied Freemasonry and whatever. That was a Southern thing. But the the Golden Dawn, yeah. that was another one that, that went away. There was a bunch of secret societies that went away because there was, an, there was a crackdown on these secret societies yeah, the, or these the fraternities. just swung the too swung. far the other way. It's like, okay, you, you one ruined it, so now right. none of you can have it. It's like, it's like when you're in school and one kid screwed around and right. then everybody got their stuff taken away. <laughs> Nobody had recess anymore because right. that they just... They had to, Everybody to crack paid down, right? For, yeah, one, 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 one idiot. So, and then that idiot got his butt kicked. So, <laughs> who's that? Whoever the idiot was that like ruined oh, yeah, it for yeah, everybody. Yeah, then much. next thing you know, next time you're out, jailhouse catches a beat. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be the reaction to the reaction to the reaction. Um, uh, oh, just real quick, I'm just circle back. Uh, Justin Michael says no heart surgery. I manage a couple restaurants in in bars in my area. Oh, nice. What area is that? I was going to say, let us know the area. Perhaps we'll, we'll uh, do a live broadcast. Uh, I'm just saying, I like free drinks. I like I, free food. God, I haven't drank in three <laughs> weeks. I haven't had a drink in 21 days. Nobody likes a quitter, Joe. I'm not quitter. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll come back. Um. So, uh, anyway, getting back onto this. Uh, with any secret society, sorry, I like buffered for a minute there. For any, well, any secret society or any group that um, that breaks apart. They, you get these fringe things where it still continues. I mean, let's just look at the mafia, New York. Yeah. I mean, the the federal government cracked down on the mafia. Uh, did they go away? No. They're no, still they around. They still up. do their they're thing. Smaller. They split up. They're smaller. They're quieter. They don't make that much of a of a stink anymore. I think their crimes and their things that they were doing, they morphed, they morphed with the times. They changed. Like used to be one of the big things that they did back in the day was phone cards, right? They did a scam on phone cards, I think yep. I remember hearing. But, like, who the fuck uses a phone card anymore? Exactly. So exactly. they had to change what they uh, – this chair sucks. But what also happens, too, is when you break up something and everybody scatters, your more moderate folks tend to just walk away. Right. And you're mm-hmm. left – People that are continuing it right. are often the most extreme ones. Correct. Uh, and, and, and realistically, I mean, this has happened throughout time and time memorial. I mean, Knights Templar, you don't think they just decided, all right, boys, pack it up. No, 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 no. <laughs> they still did their thing. They they went into other organizations. And, you know, there's the, even theories that they became the, the pirates. They started the whole piracy thing. I yeah. mean, some of them went to the Knights of St. John in, in Portugal. So... I'm just saying that these things don't go away. So this kind of falls into this correspondence. So we know that um, the Illuminati started in in Bavaria. So it was in like 16. I have the date on here somewhere. But it started in uh, this. Seven, uh, it says 1776 in Bavaria. Okay, 1776 is when it got started. So it's roughly around the American Revolutionary War. Um, and, and there was communication between this guy Schneider. And president at the time, George, I don't know if he was president at this time when the the correspondence happened, but he became president, uh, George Washington, about the Illuminati, excuse me, coming to the United States and blending into Freemasonry. So we're going to read through here. We're going to go through this. And this is actually from founders.archives.gov. So hopefully it's not copyrighted. From G.W. Schneider. It's the National Archives. It's It's the National Archives. It belongs to the people. It belongs to the people, right. Um, sir, why is this so high? Or maybe I'm just so low. I don't know. Uh, sir, 
Um, this is from Fredericktown, Maryland, August 22nd, 1798. Sir, you will, I hope, not think I... It, it, a presumption in the, now mind you I'm going to stop right quick, quick before I start reading this thing oh, this boy. is old English writing right Joe so when you some read of it, it yeah. some yeah, of yeah, it's yeah. a little worded differently so I might pause and screw up from time to time so just bear with me and it's very um, a very highbrow sophisticated way of, yes, of, of yes. speaking too we yeah. know that I don't do that um, sir you will I hope not think it a presumption in a stranger whose name perhaps even ever reached your ears to address himself to you, the commanding general of a great nation. I am a German born and liberally educated in the city of Heidelberg. Heidelberg? Let's go with that. In the Palinate of the Rhine. I'm assuming that's like a principality, right? Yeah, maybe like yeah. a county, county. or region or something something like that palatinate something like palatinate that. yeah i came to this country in 1776 and felt soon after my arrival a cloche attachment to the liberty for which these confederate state confederated states then struggled and i want to be clear they don't mean the confederacy they just mean confederated confederated is actually a word yeah and they probably were still under the uh the guise of the um Articles of Confederation at that point. So they probably didn't have a constitution Correct. yet. It was just the Articles of Confederation. And we weren't considered, quote, unquote, the United States, believe it or not, until after the War of 1812. Fun fact. You take a sip of this coffee. Real quick. All right, you take a sip of that coffee, and I'll fill the space. <laughs> um, the same attachment still remains not glowing but burning in my breast. It's amazing how these people talked. Like, how much passionate that they were about when they talked, you know? Even in writing letters. Yeah. No, it's just like, hey, are you here yet, asshole? <laughs> um, at the same time that I am exulting in, my, in the measures adopted by our government, I felt myself uh, elevated in an idea of my adopted country. I am attached both from the bent of education and mature Enquiry and search to the simple doctrines of Christianity, which I have the honor to teach in public, and I do heartily despise all cavils, 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 yeah, cavils cavil. of infidelity. Uh, so this guy's clearly a Christian. He's from Germany, um, and he doesn't he despise the cavils of infidelity. I don't know. I mean, infidelity doesn't mean you know cheating on your old lady. It could mean anything. Like infidelity, you're just being Infidel. Infidel. Oh, maybe that too. In your religious yeah. libertine. Yeah, there we go. Our present time, pregnant with the most shocking evils and calamities, threaten threat <sighs> threatens ruin to our liberty and government. Secret the most secret plans are in agitation. Plans calculated to ensnare the unwary, to attract the gay and irreligious, and to entice even the well disposed to combine in the general machine for overturning all government and religion. Now, he's talking about uh, the Illuminati, clearly. Um, secret plans of agitation, that's the Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, plans to calculate to ensnare the unwary, which means people are not really sure about, you know, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I like the government, but hey, man, you know, you come over to us. You'll see what they're really about. Conspiracy theorists, fucking new knuckleheads, right? To attract the gay and irreligious. Okay, so let's go over this. He, is he talking about 
literally gay? Yes, he is. Back in these times. It, it, yes, in this context, that's exactly what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, in these times, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, homosexuality was not accepted. Especially if somebody is that old school German Christian. Keep talking. I got to change this just chair. Not, it's crap uh, too much. That's just not something that was um, tolerated. It wasn't. Um, they weren't welcome to do that. It just wasn't something that was as accepting uh, as it is now. I, you know, we've come a long way since then. Still have some ways to go, but uh, yeah, at that point, that was that was a huge sin and not acceptable uh, to most religions, not just devout Christians. But that's just the sign of the times. How did the shady chair end up getting over here to Ken? <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's just a sign of the times. That's exactly, you know, how it was. I mean, it just, unfortunately, it just wasn't accepted back then. I mean, not for nothing. It was kind of like that just like 50 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, still a ways to go. And irreligious. What he's talking about people who are atheists or, or don't believe in Christianity. Um, I mean, let's be real. At this time, Christianity was still, or Protestantism was still a pretty prevalent religion. Um, I mean, obviously, there's uh, the Muslims or the Islam was still around. It was around at this point as well. But I mean, we, I say we, uh, the Christians still believe them as being irreligious. Yeah, and I think um, he's primarily going after. Um the, the atheists yeah. and people that don't that want to abolish any type of uh, religion or higher power deity, whatever you want to call it. Correct. Um, it was sometime that a book fell into my hands entitled "Proofs of a Conspiracy and Sea" by John Robinson. 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 Mm-hmm. It's Robinson without the end. Mm-hmm. Which gives a full account of society of Freemasons. And distinguishes itself by the name of Illuminati. Illuminati, Illuminati, <laughs> Illuminati. Whose plan is to overturn all government and religion, even natural, and who endeavor to eradicate every idea of a supreme being and distinguish man from beast by his shape only. So, uh, oh, I'm going to finish this and then we'll, we'll circle back. Uh, a thought suggested itself to me that some of the lodges of the United States may have caught the infection and might cooperate with the Illuminati or Jacobine Club of France. Jacobine Club of France was a similar thing to the Illuminati. Um, Fauché is mentioned in Robeson as a zealous member, and who can doubt of Gannett and Adit? I have no idea who they are. I have no idea. Uh, have not these their confidants? Yes. Uh, in this country? They use the same expressions and are generally men of no religion. Upon serious reflection, I was led to think that it might be within your power to prevent the horrid plan from corrupting the brethren of the English lodge over which you preside. So let me stop here, and I'm just going to back up here. What he's talking about here when he says whose plan is to overturn all governments um, and and all this stuff. So the the, the doctrine of the the, uh, Illuminati... Uh, mostly didn't it didn't originally talk about overturning governments and throwing over governments what it talked about is a utopian society where government was not needed and everybody conducted themselves by the moral law and we know as human beings because we are still part freaking animal there are people that just don't conform to that society and there are going to be your your savages and you're going to be your your people that are just they're just 
fucking evil. There's no way to put yeah. it. And they will take advantage of, of other people in any Correct. situation. And I mean, idealistically, would it be awesome to, to have sure. a world that way? Yep. Yeah, but somebody's got to screw it up for everybody. Think about when they take away rules, like things like, you know, let's just go. Simple. How about the people that just don't bring their shopping carts back to the little thing and they just leave? Because there's no there's no law that says you have to bring your shopping cart back. So some people do and some people conform uh, and some people just leave it out up against your car to scratch up your fender when the wind blows it let's, into you and it just causes chaos. Here's another one for you. Uh, the police, to my knowledge, no longer stop for simple traffic violations. For instance... Um, if I have my brake lights aren't working and all I have is that third brake light, please don't pull you over anymore for that. At least not in this state. No, they don't pull you over for that anymore. So what happens as a consequence? Well, when they pulled back that rule of you have to make sure your brake lights work and you get somebody out there who just doesn't check his brake lights. What happens? Well, now you're going to get into act. Now, now it's you have somebody who steps on the brakes. The person in front doesn't see their brake lights working right. and smashes into the back of them. It's a it's a consequence of that rule being revoked. And there's also there's a theory out there. I'm not saying I prescribe to it at mm-hmm. all. Um, but it there was uh, back in when I'd grown up in New York City, when you got off uh, out of the train on 42nd Street, it was a very different 42nd Street in the late 80s and early 90s than it is today. Yeah. Giuliani went in there and cleaned it up. And he had this again. It was what he prescribed to not saying I endorse it, but it was called the broken window theory. Yeah, And it was one of those things where, like, if you let somebody smashing a window go, then yeah. it's just going to further escalate. Yeah, Start by prosecuting the small crimes, right. and then that'll have a, uh, a domino, domino effect. effect right. But if you start letting little stuff go, then it, it, the ante always gets upped. And right. once you let the little things go, then it's just going to escalate from there. Again, theory, don't necessarily yeah. prescribe to it, but it's out there. Yeah, I, I mean, you're absolutely right. It, it's no different than people who steal shit from work. I steal a roll of toilet paper from work. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> using an example. Shit, well, now I need a stapler. <sighs> now I need the company car. <laughs> I'm not saying it gets that far, but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's no, if you can get away with it once, it, it's natural right. human tendency. It's like, now what do I get? I mean, anybody that has a kid. You let a certain thing Bingo. slide, they keep testing the boundaries. Mm-hmm. They see how far they can they can get. And sure. then 100% right. you gotta at some point you gotta just drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. So what what Adam Weishaupt, his original idea of the Illuminati was we don't need governments if everybody subscribes to the moral compass. And when he's talking about religion, he's not talking about a belief system. He's Correct. talking about the institution of, institution religion, of religion and Correct. organized because like George said, mm-hmm. he was the hope was that everybody would follow the moral law, which right. is innate in man, given to us by mm-hmm. you know some supreme being. So it's just organized religion that he's speaking about, not the belief, <coughs> which then got bastardized into not believing in any. Correct. And also, if I can also piggyback on that too, he he did in a way kind of write in his writings that you know God created man, but then man became God, and that's the apothecary, I think it's called, right? Yes, is where where humans they become gods. Yeah, there's and, actually a painting of Washington mm-hmm. um, on I want to say it's the Capitol building or the rotunda. It's the rotunda, one of the buildings. yeah, it's the rotunda of the Capitol building where yeah. he's in the clouds with yeah. a whole and, bunch of angels and shit, and yeah, it's called yeah. the apothecary of Washington. Yep. Yeah. Where he elevated himself in his moral life to God. 
Yes. And that's kind of what uh, Vice Hopped went through. Now, on paper, <laughs> things sound good. You're like, oh, that's not that bad. But what happens is, and just like we'll say religion, right? Yeah. Things get perverted where now mankind, people, start interpreting things in their own way. Right. And then it becomes perverted. Yes. And it almost kind of turns into uh, a cult-like situation. Correct. I'm sure, right. you know, the idea of a commune is, you know, right. in theory, not a bad one. But then you get somebody like a Koresh that goes in there and perverts it and bastardizes it. And then you... You end up with that whole Waco situation. And sometimes it's not even a bastardization. Sometimes it's just i uh, I'll give you an example. All right. Uh, in Christianity on Good Friday, you're not supposed to eat meat. Correct? Find that in yeah. the Bible. Exactly. I was going to say, that's why I hesitated to agree with you because that's just. Uh, that's, that's a man-made rule. It's that a man-made imposed. rule. It's that's but again, it's a man-made rule, which isn't necessarily a bad one. But no. it's it's showing your love and adoration by not doing this. But there's actually no written law or rule in the right. Christian religion that says you can't eat meat on Fridays. No, it's probably some fisherman came up with it. <laughs> needed, to, needed to boost the uh, the fish sales. You got to boost bracket. sales here, bro. Yeah. Hey, get to call the Pope. Tell him no, no meat on Fridays. Only fish. <laughs> But realistically, I mean that in a sense, not a bastardization. Right. It's just it's uh, people who put it in there. Correct. So, um, so let's you move. Could on. argue it's a method of control or whatever, but it's or it's professing evolved. faith, right? But it wasn't part of the original doctrine. Um, so let's continue. I sent you this proof of. Uh, I sent you the proof of a conspiracy in C. I'm thinking that's N Company, I but I don't company, know. Um, which I doubt not will give you satisfaction and afford you matter for a train of ideas that may operate in our national felicity. Uh-huh. I don't know what the word means. I just know it's a name. If, however, you have already pers- perused. <laughs> no, I. I <laughs> the name felicity, I was going <laughs> to. I think I it's the TV show head. from the 80s, no, I just 80s think, early 90s. I just, in my head, because, again, this is what happens in my head. I just, now coming to the stage, Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody named Felicity. I'm just, it's just my way my brain works. Felicity clandestine. <laughs> <laughs> if, however, you have already pursued this perused this yeah. book i will not i trust be de- disagreeable to you that i have presumed to address you with this letter in the book accompanying it it proceeded from the s- serenity of my heart and my ardent wishes for the, the common god good. may a for common good excuse me uh may the supreme ruler of all things continue you long with us in these perilous times may he endow you with strength and wisdom to save our country in the threatening storms and gathering clouds of factions and commotions after you have completed this work on this terence spot he bring you with all full possession with the full possession of glorious liberty of the children of god in the hearty most sincere wish of your excellency very humble and devout servant gw snyder now i just want to start by saying like that whole ending was what's it called when you um when you endear somebody terms of endearment right yeah and that's pretty much what that whole endearing yeah it's a it's a it's a prayer and a wish of good fortune yes 
And that's something we don't do anymore. No, if you were to get a letter like that these days, you're yeah. probably calling the cops. If the president or somebody higher up in po- right, right, politics right. got a, a letter that ended like that, the FBI oh. is on them, I guarantee you. And it just shows you the respect that people had amongst one another. And, you know, th- this gentleman wrote to the president and was very respectful and nice and, and was tr- trying to warn him that the Illuminati may have infiltrated the lodges of Freemasonry. Now, I want to be clear. George Washington was not was not a master of a lodge. He was not a worshipful brother. He was just a brother. However, after the war, and even during the war, I think they tried to make him the, I don't even know, grand master of the grand... Of the United States States of America. he said no. So he's under the impression that, because he keeps calling him your excellency and all that stuff, and excellency is a term for a royalty. So I believe that he's under the assumption that that General... I think he's general this time, or maybe he was president this time. I think, yeah, well, if he's talked, this guy's talking, he came to the country in 1776, so it's, and since he talked about the Confederacy, my guess is it's after the War of Independence, during the Articles of Confederation, and George Washington at the time as the... Um, it was assumed. God, he was what was the, what's the name that I'm the commander in chief? chief yeah. um, at that time, was the kind of default leader of the country until oh. such a, a place that you know, until uh, the current system was set up. It was so. under the assumption that he was going to take command of every goddamn thing. So yeah, that's why he was a lot of people that wanted to be king of yeah. America, yeah. and he turned that down too. And it was under the assumption that he, in a sense, had control over the lodges in the United States. So. But I like what this, the way this guy is going about it and saying, "Hey, look, I didn't, I don't know who to turn to, so I'm going to the top guy." Yeah, and right. I know that you're involved in the, the Freemasons in some uh-huh. capacity. He was incorrect in thinking he presided over an English lodge. Um, but he's like, and I just want to make sure you know that it, my intentions are good. I'm being sincere because I think this is a real danger. And, you know, the guy that just beat the greatest military power on earth, uh-huh. uh, I think he might have some power to, to prevent this from happening. And he didn't need F-15s, did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shoot my shot where I can. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. So going back, then George Washington responds uh, the 25th of September. So this is August 22nd. So this is almost a month later, which realistically in those times is pretty goddamn That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Not to mention, like, Washington's probably a little busy at the time. <laughs> Just a switch, like, right? A brand new country trying to figure out how we're going to... Re- Founding fathers at each other's throat. Crap, we won. <laughs> now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> so this was on September 25th. Uh, George Washington replied, uh, Sir, many apologies are due to you for my not acknowledging the receipt of your obling, obliging obliging favor. favor of the 20, 22... 22nd Alto? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck maybe that's a way that they spoke yep. about dates back then. Uh, I'm maybe. not sure. And for not thanking you at an earlier period for the book you had the goodness to send me. So... <clears throat> Not a form letter. It's not a form letter. <laughs> not um, an electronic signature on this thing. <laughs> and you know, oh, itch on my ankle. Sorry. Um, I just want to say, he got this book. Now you don't know what's going through George Washington's head. He could have been sitting there opening the letter, and be like, "Oh, great, another freaking wackadoo." Yeah. But he didn't write that back. No. He was very nice and said, thank you for the book. He may not have even read the goddamn thing. And I think he actually but, says later in his response, or one of the responses, that as you can understand, I'm pretty busy. Yeah. And I have not gotten a chance 
right. to read it. And I don't get to read many letters, but I read yours. So, right. And again, like continue. I'll let you continue with uh, what you're saying. I don't want to. No, no, you're fine. Um, I have heard much of the nefarious and dangerous plan and doctrines of the Illuminati. This is George Washington talking now. Um, but never saw the book until you were pleased to send it to me. The same causes which have prevented my acknowledging the receipt of your letter have prevented me reading the book hitherto, namely the multiplicity of matters which pressed on me before, like Joe said, uh, in the debilitating <laughs> state in which I was left after, a severe fever has, uh, had been removed. So he was sick. Yeah. He had a fever. Um, and which allows me to add a little more now than thanks for your kind wishes and favorable sentiments, except to correct an error you have run into of my presiding over the English lodges of the country. The fact is I preside over none, nor have I been in one more than more than once or twice within the last 30 years. I believe notwithstandings that none of the lodges in this country very italicized very, yes so emphasis on this yep. are contaminated with the principles ascribed to the society of the illuminati with respect i am sir your obedient humble servant george washington so just think about that that <laughs> salutation or whatever you want to call it at the end um most Arguably the most powerful man on the face of the earth yep. at that time, whether you want to talk military power, political power, just, again, defeated the greatest military power and... Without F-15s. Without F-15s. Um, or maybe... Never mind. I'll get to that later. Um, and he's referring to this this gentleman who he doesn't know, has never met, and he's saying, I'm your humble servant. I'm serving you. Um, and I think that's kind of cool for that's somebody a, that's that's in that yeah. type of position to be still like subscribing to that servant leadership. And, and realistically, like that, that's something I miss from modern politics. Yeah, that's been gone a long it's time. It's been gone a long time. The fact that they don't understand. Some do. I won't say all. Most don't. Understand that they serve the people. They're writing laws for the people, not because they believe in it. I I am, sir, your obedient, humble servant. Yeah, George Washington. Yeah, that's powerful. He, I'll tell you, he was a he was a good ass man. Yeah. Let me say. Um, so let's start from the top here. He's document. Yes, I've heard about the nefarious plans of the Illuminati. I've heard about the things that they're doing and the shit that they're up to. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read the book because I'm sorry. I'm busy as shit. <laughs> I'm breaking busy, this down. Like founding a country. I'm breaking this down in modern terms. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of busy right now. I'm yeah. founding a country and uh, making sure the founding fathers don't tear each other's heads off. Um, I, would, I wish he would have like met. I, I wish they would have been in the same time frame. I mean, they were, but I mean, Andrew Jackson was kind of. Uh, uh, it was a kid, I think, when the Revolutionary War started. Like, yeah. I wish they would have been like in the same time frame, but like, <laughs> oh god, Washington would have choked the shit. Out of him. Yeah, he was. He was not such a, a nice <laughs> no. man, and certainly was um, not an obedient, humble servant to the people, especially those no indigenous it, people of America. But no, anyway, no, it um, and he's also stating that I haven't been in a Masonic lodge. In years, 30 years, I haven't been in a Masonic Lodge, nor have I ever presided over. So you're, you're incorrect in assuming that I can control this. 
Um, but he did it again in a very polite correct manner. Like he's not like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. not me. He's like, hey, let me correct you. I just don't want you to be under any false pretenses. I'm not that. I'm not as connected as you think I am. So while we're kind of on this topic, uh, there was uh, somebody who who went all in on me about, oh, you're a Trump supporter and everything. And I'm going to tell you the one thing I absolutely hated about Trump was that he was not presidential. He was an asshole. Yeah. And I wish that he would have changed when he was elected. But no he couth. No couth. No, no just not refined, that. not presidential. No, not presidential. Said. I hated it. And he, he – I don't believe that people should act like that. No, I think you could be tough on people. And I want to be clear, I'm not covering my tracks. I'm not freaking out. I said it since day goddamn one. I like At first, it was kind of like, ha, this guy's kind of gangster. And then it was like, all right, enough. Cut if he out. was a bit more refined, things might not have gone the way they went. You got to have some humbleness yeah. to you. I mean, you Ronald Reagan was tough. Really tough. I love but Ronald he was Reagan. very presidential. He was very... He got up there on stage. He's cracking jokes. Yeah. I mean, he was doing a speech at the Berlin Wall where a balloon popped, and he was like, you missed me. Yeah. <laughs> after he'd gotten yeah, shot. Yeah, after he'd yeah. gotten shot. Like, yeah. But he, he at least... I'm sure there's stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about, but at least he portrayed himself yeah, as he held himself to a, a man to a, of the people. Yeah. Yes, he held himself to a... I mean... It's just something you don't see anymore. Like, there's nothing better that I love. And let's go all through all the presidents. I'll say them all. There was uh, Reagan, Obama, uh, George Bush. They all went to that White House Correspondence Center and they and shit got, on yes, themselves. Like, yes. that's the yeah. best way to show your humbleness yes. is to take the shots. Yeah. Like, take the jokes. Like, don't get pissed off and, and fire your, back. Put like, yourself in that position where you can be humbled and, you know, you have that self-deprecating humor. When you're in that type of stature, people are going to make take their shots at you. They're going to call you all kinds of names. Take it, use it, and spin it into a joke yes. and make a joke Which out of actually, it. Which actually, Obama did a really did good awesome job. awesome job. <laughs> a really good he job. He had that dude that, who's the comedian up there on the stage next to him. And he was like, because Obama never got angry. He was no, always very chill. Even one thing yeah. I loved about him. He was always even keeled. And he put that comedian next to him where he was like Obama's anger management guy. Yeah. And he just started wiling out. <laughs> I was like, hilarious. Like, so, I, I mean, in George Washington, he just like in these letters, you can hear his humbleness. Now, you don't know what yes. he was behind closed doors. He could have been flipping tables and chairs. and But he never did it in public. No. Um, so I, I did love that about them. Um, so let's see here. Um, uh, it says, not having heard from George yes, Washington, Snyder wrote George Washington again on October 1st from Frederick. Some weeks ago, I sent you a letter. Oh, so maybe Washington never sent it. So he did. What? Yeah, later on, um, it'll get into They crossed in the mail literally hours, according to oh, Snyder, really? hours after he sent this letter out. He got he got Washington's original response later that day. Oh, okay, or, okay. That's at least what he says. Okay, so well, hopefully he didn't call him a piece of shit and pull a whole stand, <laughs> like Eminem's song "Stand." Remember? Yeah, yeah. I called and wrote it. <laughs> oh God! Uh, not having heard from George Washington, Snyder wrote George Washington again on October first from Frederick. That's the town, obviously. Uh, some weeks ago, I sent you a letter with. Uh, Robeson's proof of conspiracy, which I hoped you'd received. I have since been more 
confirmed in the ideas I had suggested to you in concerning an order of men who in Germany have distinguished themselves by names of the Illuminati, German Union, reading societies, and in France by that of the Jacobean Club, excuse me, uh, that the same are now existing in the United States. I also occurred, it also occurred to me that you might have had ideas that, to that purport when you disapproved of the meetings of the democratic societies, which appeared to be the branch of that order, through many members may be entirely ignorant of the plan. Those men who are, are so much attached to the French principles have all the marks of Jacobinism. Um, and I'm looking into Jacobinism one day. I don't think we ever did, did we? No. I'm um, not sure what the hell Jacobinism We might have dabbled in it when we talked um, Illuminati, but oh. it's probably something we can explore <clears throat> further. The first cast off uh, all religious restraints and then became fit for perpetrating every act of inhumanity. And it's remarkable that most of them are actually scoffers at the religious principles. It is said that the Lodge Theodore in Bavaria became notorious for the many bold and dangerous sentiments in religion and politics that were uttered in their... Harangues? Harangues? I don't know. I was giving you that word. I, there was no way I was getting that I'm going to go with harangues. All right. Or if it's French, it might be harangu. There could be harangu. Sounds like a cheese. Uh, <laughs> and its members were remarkable for their zeal in making... Uh, Proselytes. There we go. And no wonder. There's one down on the corner over there. (laughs) Oh, sorry. My bad. And no wonder, since the order was to rule the world, there is not the striking similarity between the proceedings and those of many societies that oppose the measures of our present government. Even in this small place, the French faction is very numerous. Their expressions are like those of bloody Lutetia. Bloody Lutetia? All right. That might be um, what's her name's. That sounds like what's her name's uh, cousin or sister. Uh, who's the the one that Bloody Mary? No, the one that. Uh, oh my God! Those are fucking why am delicious. I blanking blanking on her name? The one that was with Joseph Smith and oh, the yeah, Morgan yeah, yeah, Affair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Lucinda. Yes, Lucinda. Lucinda. <laughs> Their sentiments in exact unison with careful on this next part here. Those of the Jacobin Club. Uh, their hearts panting for. I don't know that we want to say that word. No. It's, a, uh, derogatory it's a derogatory term, term for a homosexual yes. that begins with an F. Also a cigarette in Britain. Uh, their hearts panting for, yeah, in guillotines. In other words, they, they want to be homosexual and they want their heads cl- cut off for it is basically what I'm gathering, right? Basically, they should, because of their depravity, they, um, they should be beheaded, yeah. right? It's kind of what it, what it reads. Yeah, that, and I think uh, it's also, Thank I think they're alluding to, they're uh, alluding to um, when during the French Revolution, that's how they got rid of a lot of the government Correct. people, the kings, and right. um, you know, Marie Antoinette, they all suffered the guillotine. So I think it's, they, they want to bring in these undesirable people and kill them. the monarchy type thing. I find that interesting how this guy went, I mean... You went from being speaking all perfect. Again, that at the uh, time, not, not, that may not have been as derogatory as it. I mean, it, yeah. it was always derogatory, but may, it was probably a phrase that was more acceptable to use than. 
Might not have carried as much weight as it does. But I mean, originally he said gay, and then he like in the now first letter, yeah. and now he switches it. So yeah. it's like now he's getting a little bit more loose, if you will, with his words. Which... Yeah, and it seems like his his style, his writing style, is becoming more dire. Yeah. Like, hey, I I sent this letter to you, and now it's only confirmed. Yeah. Like, I everything that I me. thought, yeah. you ignore me, and everything I thought seems to be actually true. So now yeah. you really need to do something. You can tell that there's that fervor building up. Right. Um, the foundation of the sanctuary lay, is laid in its lies in with every stone of superstructure reared with falsehood. They are laboriously ex- employed to excite discord. Oh, God. First quarter is five hours a month. Discord being talking. Uh, to extinguish public virtue, to break down the barriers of religion, to establish atheism, and work the downfall of our civil and religious liberty. Should there... Perf- perfidious perfidious schemes succeed i tremble at even the imagination of the consequences that would become of our columbia and he's talking about district of columbia our government columbia right yeah um i don't know what v-i-m-t-v-l is but that's it's apostrophized or apostrophe not apostrophe uh, uh i think that's parentheses. just they're just um they're just citing that as a source. It's the Mount oh, Vernon okay, okay. Ladies Association of the Union. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, so they must have gotten the letter from that organization. So let's put this in modern times. This is basically this guy Schneider is acting like an Alex Jones at this point. Oh, there's conspiracy. They're going to turn down the society. In Washington, watch how he responds. Yes, I do notice in Washington's response that we're about to read in a minute. He gets a little bit more Stern. agitated. Yeah. He's like, hey. Hey, calm the fuck yeah. down without saying calm down. Calm your ass. But listen how he speaks. Uh, George Washington responded on October 10th. Sir, it is more than a fortnight since I acknowledged the receipt of your letter on the subject of the Illuminati and thanked you for Robinson's account. They did add the N on this one. Account of that society. It went, it went to the post office as, usually, as usual addressed to... The Reverend Mr. Schneider, ah, so he's he's a he's a he's a some kind of religious religious uh, priest title. Yeah. Um, if it had not been received uh, before, this mishap must have attended it. Of which I pray you advise me, as it could not have been received at the date of your last, but not uh, not being I mentioned. I am. Uh, I am at sea. Yeah, we have to find out George what that Washington thing is. So, um, he, he kind of clapped at him a little bit. Yeah. And he said, listen, hey, I sent the letter. A long time a ago. A long time more ago. More than a fortnight ago. Right. I sent it to you, and if you didn't get it, something must have happened in the mail. I'm sorry. But he, what he's saying is you wrote back to me before you would have received it. Yeah. And now, mind you, mail doesn't move like it moves like it does now. No, like, it's literally moving across by, like, horseback. Horseback, yeah. Like, there's no other way. There's no right. trains. So there's no planes. Fortnite is two weeks. So it took two weeks to get your mail. So if Washington wrote his letter on the... His resp- he wrote the first one on September 25th, and then this one on October 10th. Right. So It wouldn't have gotten there. It's only about. It's only a little over two weeks, like a, right. 15 days. So he's basically telling him, dude, like, chill out. All right. Um. And, and he's still pretty nice about it, too. He was a little bit more stern. Like, dude, chill. It's like when you get left on red, as <laughs> kids say these days. I don't even know what that means. But. Um, 
On October 17th, uh, Schneider wrote to George Washington. We're, we're nearing toward the end of this, I believe. Yeah. Um, Your Excellency's favor of the 27th, or 25th of September last, I had the pleasure to receive on the third current. My pleasure, however, was interrupted because I had sent another letter dated October for Your Excellency to the post office about an hour before I received yours. So he's basically apologizing, saying, yeah, I screwed up. My bad. My bad. Um, after further pleasantry, Snyder goes on to write. Yeah, so he continued to kiss his ass. Right. <laughs> my like, bad. I'm really I fucked up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, uh, I, I, I just forgot to hit send. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you, but I forgot to hit send. Um, so he said, I should be very happy uh, in your excellency's good opinion that the contagion of the Illuminati, uh, Illuminati, or Jacobinism has that yet reached this country. But when I consider the anarchical and seditious spirit that shrewd itself in the United States from the time M. Gannett and Fauché, which certainly is of the order, arrived in this country and propagated their seditious doctrines, which the Illuminati doctor from Birmingham has zealously employed to strengthen, I confess I cannot divest myself of my suspicions. Yet I trust that the all-wise and omnipotent ruler of the universe will so dispose the minds of the people of these United States that true... Oh, so they did call it the United States. That true religion and righteous government may remain the privileges of this nation. I cannot conclude without acquainting your excellency that I have made extracts from Robinson's proof of conspiracy and arranged them in such a manner to give a... Compendious? Compendious. Compendious yeah. information to the public of the dangerous and pernicious pa- plan of the Illuminati or Jacobinism, and by some remarks to caution them against it. I had them published in Bargesi's yeah, Federal Gazette of this place from which they occupied and inserted into the Baltimore Federal Gazette of the Ninth Institute. Institution, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I write under the signature of Cicero. <laughs> oh, God. Um, whether my endeavors shall benefit the public time alone can invince. Uh, in other words, is the government going to accept them? Who the hell knows? Uh, harm I am conscience I do not design. So in other words, saying I don't mean it to be a malicious asshole. I'm just putting it because this is what I believe in. Should your excellency have leisure to pursue that piece uh I shall deem it a peculiar favor to receive your opinion on it. So uh, we'll just recap this real quick. He basically saying, okay, I understand what you're saying, uh, but I still believe But I there. still think, yeah, I still, still have my here. suspicions. Yep. And I even put it in the newspaper. To warn everybody. To warn everybody about it. About yeah. it. And uh, I hope you read it, basically. Yep. <clears throat> George Washington's response from Mount Vernon in October. How far? Yeah, we're pretty much at the end. George Washington's response from Mount Vernon on October 24th brought the exchange to a close because he's finally, I think, getting tired of it. I mean, realistically, if you're getting back and forth, if you're, uh, what's it called? Ping pong? Yes. Sir? Conversational ping pong? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I believe they're here. I believe they're not here. I believe they're here. It's like, okay, let uh, me bring this to an end. Cut this bullshit. I got shit to do. Um... Sir, uh, Reverend, sir, I have your favor of the 17th instant before me. So he's talking. Okay, so that's what he's talking about with the 17th instant, 22nd. He's yeah. talking about the letters. I received your, your in, in, the instant, in other words, a letter yep. before me. 
And my only motive to trouble you with the receipt of this letter is to explain and correct a mistake which I perceive the hurry in which I am obliged often to write letters and have led you into. It was not my intention to doubt that the doctrines of the Illuminati and principles of Jacobism have not spread to the United States. On the contrary, no one is more fully satisfied of the fact that I am. That I am. So uh, what he's basically saying is, yeah, the, the doctrines and the beliefs of the Illuminati yeah. and the Jacobinism made it to the United States. He has no yeah. doubt of that. And he's pretty much saying the only reason I'm replying to you is to correct your assumption that correct. I don't know about it or don't think it's happening. Trust or me. If anybody they, is more aware of it, it's infiltrated Freemasonry. Right. So he's saying, because that, that's what he wrote in his original letter. Yeah. They didn't get into the lodges. They didn't infiltrate the lodges. Right. But he's saying, I don't doubt that it's here. Right. I'm just telling you, I don't think it's in our logic. Right. I just want to be very clear on my position. And here. realistically, I know he hadn't been in lodges. I get that. And people can sit there and say, oh, he hasn't been in a lodge in 30 years. But he had brothers. He still ran in those circles. He was in those circles. Yeah. So, I mean, I can imagine Benjamin Franklin or, or somebody else who's, who's a, a – um, hey, what's going on, Griff? He's from uh, – uh, greetings from uh, Manchester, Vermont. Manchester, Vermont. Yeah, in yeah. Patriot Thirty Three, Hinesburg. At an number forty two, Manchester, nice. Vermont, and Patriot Thirty Three in Hinesburg, Vermont. Welcome, brother. Um, so what he's saying is, yeah, I mean, he still ran in those circles. He still had brothers yeah. that were Masons. He still, I mean, the founding fathers, a lot of them were Freemasons. Yes. So uh, I mean, Benjamin Franklin. I mean, I don't even know Alexander. Hamilton, Hamilton, I think, was. Uh, not I know. Well, I not know Jefferson confirmed. wasn't. He ran in the circles. Right. He ran with the bulls, but he didn't. You know, he wasn't part of it. Yeah. Let's let's be clear about that. But there were others that were. Yep. Uh, Paul Revere, uh, Samuel Adams. These were all Masons. Um, he dealt with them. I mean, I don't know if they took any part in his cabinet or when he became president. But I mean, they're still players in the game at this point. Absolutely. Um, so they would have been like, hey, hey, G Dubs. <laughs> yeah, and he might Listen even to say this that, hey, they want to add this to the ritual. What's going on? This is this <laughs> happening in the fraternity? Nah, right. we're good. All right, that's all. I mean, it would have been a conversation. Like yeah. it's it's we have these conversations even today. Like, hey man, see this dude who just joined? <laughs> He's a little fucking <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like up in Manchester. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um. So anyway, he. Yeah, you're saying, hey, I don't doubt that it's here. I'm, I'm confirmed. But the fact of the matter is, I meant what I was trying to say was I don't believe that the lodges in this country are, have been infiltrated by it. Uh, uh, so continuing on. Uh, the idea I meant to convey was that I did not believe the lodges of Freemasons in this country. In this country, again, emphasizing this, this country, country. had, as societies, endeavored to propagate the diabolical tenets of the first or the pernicious principles of the latter, if they are susceptible of separation, the individuals of them may have done it in that the founder or instrument employed to found the democratic societies in the United States may have had these objects and actually had a separation of the people from their government in view is too evident to be questioned. Uh, and I'm going to go over the whole democratic societies thing before yeah, because I want to be clear, it's different than today. Yeah, uh, my occupations are such, but still little leisure is allowed to me to read newspapers. <laughs> He's again telling him I'm fucking busy. Yeah, <laughs> um, or books of any kind. Yeah, or books of any kind. The uh, the 
the reading of letters and preparing answers absorb much time. With respect, I remain, I remain, Reverend Sir, your most obedient, humble servant, George Washington. Even though he's pissing him off, he's like <laughs> still showing him reverence, still showing him respect. Correct. Um, so, so I mean. I mean, that's pretty much it, Joe. That's the end of it. I mean, there was yeah. a little absurd telling you, kind of giving you... Uh, Just some of the, the sources that sources are cited and, and whatnot. Yeah. So... I mean, he could have just been a total prick and said, hey, look, I'm sorry, <laughs> I left your letter in my Corvette and I didn't get to it, but it was safe in my Corvette. Well, if you're going off the commercial, I think it was a Challenger. <laughs> you seen that commercial? George Washington driving in the Challenger? No, I was going. talking about the recent incident with some confidential documents with one of our friends. Oh! It's fine. No, it's not I my Corvette. It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> um, uh, ben Windless. Hi, guys. Nice to see you shouting out from the UK. Hey. Hey, Ben. Good evening to you. Oh, and hey, Susan Kappas. Good morning, gentlemen. Nice to see you back, Joe. Oh, good to be back, Susan. Good to be back. Andrew uh, Hearn. Hey, brothers. Couldn't catch the whole live, but glad I could at least catch some. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Um, so getting back on this... Uh, it, I think Washington opened that first initial letter because it said reverend on it. Probably. He was like, oh, it's a clergy. Let me open this. And it looks like he like he's like, look, I don't get to read books or news. I do get to read some letters and correspondence. That takes up some of my time, but I'm busy. It's, it's no different than what I would say today. I mean, if you get a, a letter from, if the president got a letter from like a, let's just say a state senator, he'd probably open it. Yeah, it, it could There's be a certain title that you're you're gonna a prioritize, right? It. Like if I'm at work and I get an email from my boss, I'm gonna open that up before like the, you yeah. know, insurance seminar oh, right, invitation right, right. that's coming up or whatever. <laughs> or your uh, your expiring BJ's membership. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm more of a Costco guy, but yeah, all right. I get but you. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there's certain mail you're gonna open first, correct? If you even open the mail, like most of the time, eh, junk mail, throw it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, bullshit, throw it away. Yep. But if something comes across, like, I'm sorry, for me anyway, if I got something from Reverend whatever, I'm, what the hell? Unless it's the bishop's appeal. <laughs> then you just throw that away. But there's certain things you're going to open first, so that's right. probably why you opened it. And then, you know, once he wrote it, he was like, all right, let me address it. You know, just to put this guy's mind at ease. And then this guy fired back, like, literally less than, it would, okay, so mail takes what? Let's say three days, Joe? Normal, yeah. Three days. Three to roughly. five. So if I was to write you a letter. All right. Yeah. And it lands on your desk. And then you're like, all right, let me respond back to George. Yeah. All right. And, and then the next the day, day I get another letter. <laughs> within the day, you put it in the mailbox. Yeah. My next letter is there. It's like, hey, you didn't respond to me, but blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. You'd be like, yo, dude. Relax. Chill out. <laughs> I'm still reading your first letter, man. And I, and I replied to you already. You're like, chill out. Yeah, so calm your ass. I, I mean, it's kind of, I've had, uh, I've been, been winless. I had, I have hand my phone all in waiting for my dog, my log date. I and advice to put on my mind. I can. Oh, so I think what he's saying is he has his hand in his phone waiting for his lodge date. Uh, Any advice to put my mind at ease? He's probably driving and texting at the same time or using Siri. So it sounds like he's a petitioner. Ah. That he's waiting to hear back. Just chill out, man. Wear like clean, like wear George Washington. <laughs> wear clean um, Yeah, just uh, <laughs> just chill out. Just uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. Just don't read too much. 
No. Um, let the experience happen. You'll enjoy it a lot more if you stay off the internet trying to figure out what's going to happen. I Correct can assure though. you nothing bad will happen to you. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. You're not going to get mace in the face like I did this week. I promise you. Nothing bad's <laughs> going to happen. Not um, unless you ask for it. <laughs> and some people pay extra for that. <laughs> Nah, you'll be fine. Nah, you'll just be good. Just enjoy, enjoy it. it. Soak in the experience. You'll be listen, cool listen, listen as you're doing. It's yes. a lot to take in. Just listen. Yep. Uh, and, wear, and wear clean underwear. Yeah. Preferably boxers. No one wants to see you in your tidy whities Do not go commando. Don't go commando. Do no. not go no. commando. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um... So uh, let's let's kind of round this off, Joe, because we're getting we're, we're a little over time, but that's fine. That's all right. Um, let's round this off. Uh, loved my personal favorite was reading these letters back and forth in how cordial and presidential George Washington was. Loved it, even though you could tell he's getting a little bit agitated. Oh, you could tell his agitation his words when he didn't say your humble servant in the second letter. Yeah, I'm like dude. <laughs> Relax. Exactly. Go, ch- go check your junk folder. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, in modern times. Yeah. Check, check your spam mail. Yeah. Um, and two, he, he was saying that, yeah, I'm sure Jacob has. It's an idea. Let's be clear, people. It's a freaking idea. That's all that this is. It's, it's, I mean, even Freemasonry, it's a concept. Yeah. And that's what Jacobinism and Illuminati was back in the time. It was it was more so nefarious than Freemasonry, but it was an idea. Yeah. So, I mean, ideas aren't like uh, a piece of paper. You know what I mean? I can't I, if I take a piece of paper, I hand it to Joe and this idea on a piece of paper lands in, and it's let's just say it's uh, I'm going to try lightly here blowing up a building. Okay, and I hand that letter to Joe, and then Joe takes it down the street, and a cop pulls him over, finds that letter, and destroys it. That idea is gone. Right, it, it's gone. Right, you know, it, this this is a, a belief system of a small group, and I'm going to say small because the, the Illuminati wasn't a big group. No, it's the ideas spread of it. But again, just like in any other organization, you have your you have your extreme beliefs, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, and then you have your moderates that are just going to be like, all right, it's over. We're done. Yeah, we're Let's done. All right. Exactly. Pack up shop. It's time to go home. Yeah. Um, so though he has no doubt that, that those ideas carried to the United States, but he was saying he didn't believe it infiltrated Freemasonry. Right. It didn't become a movement become within a movement Freemasonry. Freemasonry because it's just, again, there's going to And I agree with Washington. And here's why. Okay. He hadn't been in the circle for, and let's be real. Let's use me as an example. I haven't been to Lodge in a very long time because I have shit going on in my life, much like Washington had, where I'm doing things. He might have had a little bit more, but okay. No, but I'm just, I'm, I'm comparing. I know, to, just busting your balls. I know. Yes, he had a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, but like, for instance, I, I'm doing my thing that for for a career, right? So. I don't have time to make it to Lodge. I had to 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 step out of, of line for a couple things because I have just things going on in my life. It doesn't right. mean I'm not a Freemason. It doesn't mean that I'm a, a shit brother. It just means I got things going on, you know, much like Washington. But I still talk to you. I Absolutely. still talk to, to Ken. I still talk to Steve Saxon, which always calls me, and my first response is, <sighs> just because I know it's going to be something. Uh, <laughs> I used to do it when he was a master. But, yeah. Um, but I still talk. So if in modern times, if some, if Steve or you or anyone was to call me up like, hey, we got a new brother that came in and he's talking about, you know, we need to add this to the ritual. We need to add that to the ritual. We need to do this. We need to do that. 
I'm going to catch wind of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what the hell are you talking about? You know? Right. Now, mind you. Is, they, it, is it progressing? Is it is something it that's um, that's enhancing the experience? Or is it, a, what do we say in the era? The tennis, the uh, innovations. Is we cannot innovative? have any innovations. Right. Is it? And on top of that, is it nefarious? Right. Is it evil? Is it right. bad? Is it something like, whoa, we don't want any part of this shit? Right. Um, on top of that, you know, just back then, they had Grand Lodges. Yeah. There was a hierarchy. There were people who were at the top of the Grand Lodge. So I'm sorry. If we had a brother come into Morningstar Lodge who was talking this crazy shit about right. making innovations, and, well, we need to add Lucifer, we need to add this, and we need to add that. Right. There's a, there's a whole hierarchy above this said brother who's going to be like, yeah, no, that's not right. happening. And they're going to throw his ass out in the street because they don't want that shit in our ritual. Perfect real example. Um, a few weeks back, Brother Alex DeFranzo and I were talking about esoteric Freemasonry. And he wanted to start like a club for Freemasons within the fraternity that wanted to focus more on the esoteric side of things, mm -hmm. and just get together in almost like a, a philosophical club, sit right. down, talk about it. Right. It's within the confines of Freemasonry. Mm -hmm. It's not doing anything uh, that Freemasonry would frown upon, right. but we still went to our District 3 representative, right, where Brother uh -huh. Shane Dufresne, mm -hmm. and said, here's what we're thinking of doing. Right. Any reason why we can't do this, and what... What confines do you want us to work within or, or right. give us some guidance because we don't, we don't want to become – you don't want it to appear that we're doing anything nefarious. Right. But, like, those conversations take place. Uh -huh. And, you know, if it were something nefarious, Shane would have said right. no. And then he probably would have spoke to some other people and said, hey, watch out. This keep an eye on DeFranzo and Zanino guy. <laughs> um, keep an eye on those guys because they're trying to do something that goes against the tenets of Freemasonry. Correct. Uh -huh. That would spread. I, yeah. I, that would spread so fast. Right. And I don't like think when it's we started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Next right. You know, I mean, you're right. I mean, really, right. I mean, the, the the other podcasts that were out there weren't free in a sense. They the not all of them. I want to be clear, but they they kept within a certain bounds to not piss off a grand lodge. Right. We kind of broke that mold a little bit, and we got a little loose with it because we didn't want to seem like freaking robots. Right. But we caught shit for it. Yeah, we did. We caught a whole freaking newspaper article. But everybody it. knows who we are. <laughs> and but there are other um, there are other podcasts. Right. That uh, who is it? Uh, brother, I apologize. I'm not sure if he's right worshipful, so I'll just refer to him as brother. Nick Ives does a podcast that's in essence sponsored by the Grand Lodge Committee on Masonic Education. It's a different podcast. It's a very educational podcast. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it, um, but it's just a different market. Yeah, it's, different. It's all, yeah. It's a different and similar demographic. There's some overlap. It, but is, it, it, it is different in two ways. But he does a great job with it. He, that, and that, that's great. You know, in, in Grand Lodges that do it, and, and they're, they're talking. I think they're more geared to actual Freemasons. Yeah. They're more geared existing to like members. existing yes. members where they're giving informative things. Like when you go through your ritual and you hear a word and you're like, the hell does exactly. that mean? Right. And then they're like, oh, I got to find out what this is about. And then you get a podcast that comes out and it does like the word. Yeah, implement versus instrument. Yeah. What, we'll what does leave that it mean? At, yeah. Or what is, what is this superfluity? Like, yeah. Oh, and then uh, they do a, an episode on superfluities. And you're like, oh, well, that's what that means. Exactly. Whereas 
if they had had a podcast that was like on superfluities and somebody who was a, a non-member, like what the? F- Isn't that the thing in the back of the yearbook? Like nice <laughs> smile. Or in Ryan, or in Worshipful Brother Ryan Nordstrom's case, super butterflies. Oh, okay. that was a super butterfly. Is that like Mothman? Like right. But you're gonna we're yeah. It's a different. We apply. We 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 try to appeal to those who are not Freemasons who are right. looking to join it that and want to know more about it before they jump in, and they want to see that we're just normal fucking guys. Yeah. We're just normal dudes. We I, swear. We drink. We we we're we're just normal guys. Yeah. And hey, welcome got, welcome in. Here's some information. Yeah. If you'd like to to pursue it, here you go. And then if you do pursue it and you become a a brother and a member. Hey, here's like all these other things that that are open to you. And realistically, I don't like touching on things in in, in like what does this mean and what does that mean? I don't like touching on that. I like touching on the other things that are like, well, I I need to know more about Freemasonry. I heard they're they're connected to the Illuminati. And boom, here's the episode about it. Right. This right. is this is what I mean. We've done a couple of Illuminati we're like, episodes. We're kind of we do like some MythBuster kind of things. Right. We do some. Right. Hey, here's something that's really cool that we can't go full into, but nope. and here's some do, information. Do your own research. And then we do other stupid shit like I don't know, tasing each other with a freaking dog collar, right. <laughs> like, or try to plan funny. an excursion to Charles right. Island to look for <laughs> lost treasure. That or we do an alternate universe. What would happen if this happened? How would we right. react? You know, yep. that's but that appeals to those who are not Freemasons, right? More so than the Freemason. More Freemason. More Freemasons are gonna be like these guys are freaking idiots. It's like um, <laughs> it's like sports versus sports entertainment. There's right. Freemasonry and there's Freemason entertainment. We're like the Freemason <laughs> entertainment. Andrew Hearn said, uh, "It took me like three weeks to get the damn word right." I'm thinking of super fluidies. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple words in there that you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I think this was a good one. This was a good one. I had fun. I like this one. Um, we'll come up with something else next. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's a little difficult to come up with some shit, and I tend to try to think of outside-the-box stuff. So yeah. Maybe we'll do an alternate universe at some point. We've got to come up with a new one of those. Okay. We haven't done one of those in a no, while. No, we haven't done one in a while. We'll have to uh, figure out yet another non-post-apocalyptic type of yeah. setting. Yeah, something else. Uh, Freddie, greetings, my brothers. Much love from Long Island, New York, from the Lodge of Antiquity <laughs> number 11. Welcome, Freddie. Thanks for joining. Uh, Justin Michael, good uh, good episode, gentlemen. Stay up. We always will. We'll try to, anyway. Yeah, we try. Yeah. Sometimes you need... We are men. We try to... Sometimes yeah. you need a pill. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. A little something. I have. I was just the right partner, but... <laughs> All right, now All right. we gotta go now. Go oh. <laughs> enjoy your Sunday. Yes, thank you. I'm and going everyone out for else, a nice long run. And everyone else, enjoy your Sunday. Thanks for tuning in for the Freemasons podcast. I am right, Worship Brother George Mudry signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. Konichiwa, kids. Have a good one. I got pee. <laughs>